Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's The Big Show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake broadcasting live today, hanging out with the good folks here at Larry H. Miller Ford Lincoln Draper. Come see us, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. We'll be talking all about it throughout uh, the show. We love this dealership it's uh, it is beautiful it's uh, new and uh, the the cars are pretty awesome in fact austin horton back at our vivid arena carrier zone studios producing today and uh safely social distancing from casa de monson the one the only gordon monson gordon hello hello jake how are you today i'm good gordo so i'm i'm looking at a very spicy sports car it is uh, white and I can't see the back of the front, so I need your car expertise uh, because it has, uh, I believe, the Cobra on the on the side uh, there. Uh, would that be a, a Cobra uh, Mustang? Well, I would think so. That I'm looking at. It's not a Shelby, is it? If it's got a, uh, you know, if it's got a, a giraffe on the side, then it would probably be a giraffe. <laughs> Cobra, uh, Cobra. What a beautiful car. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Americana. You know, isn't that one of the uh, the symbols that pops up? You know, when you think about this uh, fine country, a, a muscle car straight out of Detroit. Look at you, man. Look at you. You are looking. See, you have a wandering eye now, you know. That's you know, what happens I, when you come to appreciate a beautiful car. Um, you know, I don't know if I could ever have the uh, the same appreciation you do, Gordon. And I don't know if I'd be a, if, if I'm driving this bad boy home tonight. But <laughs> I mean, it is kind of one of the things that uh, we're famous for in this country, right? You know, big uh, uh, Shelby. Actually, Gordon, it's a Shelby GT500. Yeah, okay. Shelby GT500 yeah. that I'm looking at. Thank you, Johnny Lightfoot, doing my crack research for me. That uh, was one but, of that was one of Larry Miller's favorite cars, I believe. Uh, you know what? I I toured his uh, Shelby collection once when it was out at the at the racetrack. I'll tell you what. Uh, what an incredible collection of of cars uh, that uh, he has. I, they're not out there anymore, obviously, but uh, uh, pretty amazing. Like the the car that was driven uh, uh, driven in the the movie um, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh yeah, uh huh. Which was no, a pretty no, 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 awesome no. That movie. Was, that was something else, wasn't it? No, no, no. no. That, was, he, that was the first uh, Shelby Cobra. Yeah, he and and yeah, it was, that, was the, a G, that was a GT or something, I believe. He was at the the car was at the premiere of the movie, right, Austin? Yeah, I mean, on the movies. Yeah, in fact, yes. It, yeah, right. I remember that episode. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now we have now we have to stop and think about this because that that was a different car. I'm almost certain. In the movie. Yep. Well, the what? one the one that was 
they didn't use it in the movie, but that the movie was made about was on location at Megaplex Theaters out there at the Junction. Okay, uh, but that that wasn't a Mustang, I don't think. No, it was a Shelby nuts. Cobra. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you were referring it was to a, but these Ford, Ford, It was a Ford GT40, but I'm pretty yes. sure it's part of the, the collection. Well, it, it's a, it was a fast car, well, whatever it was. So, yeah. Well, it, it, the point is, is that the car is in the Larry Miller collection because it is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, you know how I, I know could, that's I can, a meth lab? I because fully, that's a meth I lab. Can, I can fully believe what you're saying. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, Larry, Larry had a real passion for those cars, and... Uh, I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Gail would mind me telling this story, but <laughs> she uh, Larry had had a way of uh, being a, a wealthy man, very successful man who sometimes reverted back to his uh, to his days as, as a kid when he didn't have uh, much of anything. And uh, he was uh, grocery shopping with Gail. And she, I think I've told you this story, Jake, but she was uh, looking at the nice apples. And so she loaded some nice apples into the cart. And Larry said, honey, those are, those are really expensive apples. And she said, uh, I think we can afford the apples, Larry. And, uh, and we're, we're talking about how Larry had a tendency to be frugal about certain things. And uh, he once was uh, giving Gail a little bit of a hard time about their home that was being built. And uh, Gail pointed out to a certain racetrack that Larry had with a, a number of sports cars that Larry had uh, to even that scale a tad bit. So anyway, just a little tidbit there for people. I love that story. I love it, Larry. I asked Larry one time if he, um, if he had his own plane. And he said, no, I, flo- I fly commercial. And I said, you fly commercial, really? And he said, yeah, sometimes coach. Can you, imagine right. getting on, you can imagine getting on a plane and sitting next to Larry Miller? That would be an interesting flight. No doubt about it. Uh, but his, his collection is, is amazing, even for a non-car guy like myself. Well, come on out and, and check out these great deals. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot about it, particularly the F-150s, Gordon. There's a great deal on trucks out here at Larry H. Miller uh, Ford Lincoln you know, here you know, in that's Draper. One of the, you know that's one of the most, if not the most, popular car in America? Yeah, I've heard that, actually. Uh, speaking of Austin's uh, fine work uh, hosting shows on this uh, station, I've, I've heard them talk about that on CarSense. Is that surprising to you, uh, Austin, that a truck is the number one selling car in America? Not, not surprising at all. Uh, like Jake said, when you're looking at a Mustang, you see Americana. And when you see a Ford truck, you also see <laughs> yeah. Americana. And the oh, fuel yeah. economy they have there, you can't Well, they certainly, uh, by they, I mean consumers, certainly enjoy that truck. I, I've talked about this before, but I, I've got friends that use the, like my, my buddy Brandon uses his F-150 as their family car because you can get those extended cabs where you can fit the kids in the back. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're uh-huh. like, I think trucks are a lot more mm, flexible these days maybe than they've they've been at the pa- in, now, in the past, you know. you single fellas out there, I want you to pay attention. You might not listen to a single word I say this whole show because most of you tune in to hear Jake. But I want you to listen to this one thing that I'm going to say. Because, again, you single guys out there, I've talked, I was talking to a number of women who said, any man worth his salt 
drives a pickup truck. <laughs> Never heard anybody say that. And all I, all I heard there was that Jake's real, uh, real popular with the single fellas. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anybody say that ever. Oh, uh, but, a, but I, you know, trucks are are, are a good thing. Sure, uh, F one fifty. My, my sister in law thinks that way. Oh, she okay. she thinks uh, a man driving a pickup truck is uh, is a uh, a, a pair made in heaven. There. Okay. Well, I, uh, hopefully your sister-in-law found a good truck-driving man. She has uh, one. Yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, okay, we've got a lot to do today. Uh, we're going to talk um, uh, NBA coming up. We'll talk about the Jazz game last night against the Suns. We'll talk some football as well. Tanner Mingham will be on the show at 3 o'clock. Our friend Matt Williamson uh, will talk some NFL with us at 4. Bowler is on the show at 5. And... Austin did lose in the survivor pool picks over the weekend. So, Gordon, we've got to come to terms on that. I eat all the garbage. That will be fun after uh, after some of the things Austin has said on those times when I have lost, which is darn near every week. I have so. pierced nipples. <laughs> So wrap uh, wrap your mind around that, Gordon. Uh, okay. Be thinking about that. Let's let's come up with something good for our guy Austin. And and once again, I got to tell you Stupid that this Panthers. this survivor pool was just a terrible idea, which I I own one hundred percent. It was your idea. It was it was. And and often I don't like to admit when I'm wrong, but I'm here. I'm standing before both of you, and I'm saying I was wrong on this one. This was a bad idea. Hey, I'm like Jake Scott, the, and I'm the newest Wahoo. I, I feel like it's <laughs> damaged our relationship a little bit, and uh, it, it's been a really humbling experience. Wait, you're supposed to wash your underwear? I, I apologize to both of you because it, it just it, it was a bad one. I love LA. It's just a terrible idea. Yeah, bad for everybody, right? I like wearing bad, socks with sandals. Bad, bad for everyone. Oh. And uh, uh, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, Gordon. But (laughs) next time Jake comes in, says, "I have a great idea for the show." Just say no. Get out. Just, just (laughs) immediately reject it. I give you permission. I won't even be mad. Okay. (laughs) Just, just immediately say no. We're not doing it. All right. Okay. I've ruined my my idea credibility and of course I would pick you know the the pandemic NFL season where you can't predict anything. Uh, to play this, to play this game. I mean, if you saw the way uh, that uh, that the Ravens covered last night, I mean, that just says everything you need to know about this. I think Greg Ostertag should be in the NBA Hall of Fame. Yeah, we've all had to say things that we didn't really mean. It's pronounced no. course. <laughs> that one particularly hurt you, I know. It does. Yeah, I know. That's but, not how you pronounce it. It, it is, though. I it's only not. have one Porsche. It's yeah, pronounced Porsche. Yeah, both times. Right. Porsche. It just depends on whether you want to be right or not. Uh, And I enjoy being right, and I'm happy that you agree. I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. I'll never forget the time that we had had someone from from Strong Porsche on the show, or Porsche Salt Lake City. And we flat out out asked him, we asked him, how do you say the word P-O-R-S-C-H-E? And he said... Porsche. It's pronounced Porsche. Yeah, you immediately corrected him. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) And I should know. I only have one Porsche. (laughs) 
It was such a bad idea to do Survivor Pool. It <laughs> sure such a was. Bad idea. It was. I hate it. Hate every just, minute of it. Just a terrible, terrible idea. We were such idea. a tight knit uh, trio at the beginning of this. You episode. know what? You know what? We're not though. You know what? We're not as painful as it's been. We're not Welchers. Yes. <laughs> we can we can hold our heads high with integrity because we're not Welchers. We've we've lost, not with pride, but yes, we've, integrity. We've uh, yeah. all three no of pride. Us have, we hate each other's guts, but we're not Welchers. <laughs> we're not Welchers. Can't call us Welchers. Nope. No, sir. Can't do it. Uh, okay, let's let's dive into the Jazz game, shall we? Gordon, let's talk a little bit about what we saw last night. Austin, hit it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Conley through the lane, gets caught in the air, flares it back to Donovan, fakes the pass, penetrates, rises, right hand cock and hammer. Here's Clarkson. Rise and fire three off the bounce. Swish. Jazz have now taken 26 of their 51 shots as threes, over 50% of their attempts. And they're 10 of 26 from three. As Forrest drives, lobs high on Zabuke, scrapes the ceiling to throw down two. Trent Forrest is my new favorite player. Uh, honestly, I think, you know, we came into this game with uh, a defensive mindset. I think that's something that we took away from the first game. And I think guys were just super locked in on the defensive end, trying to uh, establish ourselves on that end that uh, things just weren't flowing as smoothly as we liked on the offensive end. But uh, as the game progressed in the second and third, I thought, uh, especially in the third quarter, we started getting getting free on some you know uh, early actions and some transition threes and things that are, are easy opportunities for us. And we took advantage of them and, and not, not allowing ourselves to have to work so hard uh, to score the ball. All right, Gordon, the Jazz are now 2-0 and in preseason play. They beat the Suns again, uh, 111-92. This was um, uh, an interesting game. Uh, the starters played more. We knew that a little bit going in, that this was going to be more of kind of a dress rehearsal. Uh, game three might look a little bit different, uh, given more of the young guys uh, a chance and the, the rotation guys to rest. But last night we saw um, a little bit of what the rotation uh, might look like going into the season. And... Um, we saw how good it could be in the third quarter, and we saw it struggle in the first quarter. So it was a little bit of a tale of two halves, but, boy, that third quarter was something else. Well, anytime you have more turnovers than you have assists, probably not a great sign. But uh, they're piecing it together. You know how I just hate turnovers, you know. I, my, my mind always pays attention to turnovers because I loathe them so much. Well, they they, people... they won by 20, so I don't know if it was much of a factor. No, I know. <laughs> and then they shot they shot 30% from three, you know, and they still won by, by what, what was it, 19, 18, something like that. So, yeah. I mean, uh, look, it's, it's, it's okay. They got by. What, what do you think about the comment there about the defense? Are you being impressed by what you're seeing with the defense? Uh, Mia One getting some uh, some praise from Donovan Mitchell about his ability to defend. Uh, are you buying into any of this? Well, I mean, you mentioned it yesterday, preseason games. You know, mm-hmm. I, I guess it's safe to say I'm not buying into anything really uh, quite yet. But I have I, they absolutely have the capability to be a better defensive team. And athletes like Mie Oni, and I'll throw Jamoan Morgan in there too, you know, guys that, that have, uh, you know, the good Lord's gift of that athleticism, you know, if they can develop their games, there's, like we talked about yesterday, and I've heard Locke talk about a number of times, there's a pathway to the floor for those guys. 
and the more uh, peripheral skills they can demonstrate, you know, the more likely it is they're going to get on the floor. So if they can make those threes, if they can, uh, you know, handle the ball, make the right passes, those sorts of things where they're positive contributors, um, then there's a, a role for them to go out there and, and help improve the defense, particularly in the second unit. So, um, I don't know, Gordon. I still think they're small uh, in their starting lineup, and we'll see what adjustments they make going forward there. But, yeah, the defense should be better this year. They're small, but they absolutely killed the Suns on the boards last night. Yeah, well, Rudy, I mean, Rudy had 20 of those, so he mm-hmm. was he was – he was on top of his game rebounding the basketball. I thought Rudy played pretty well, actually, uh, last night. People have been asking me, I was asked a couple times today, what I think of this Jazz team. And my answer usually is I think they're, I'm, I have them ahead of where some of the national guys have placed the Jazz. I think they're going to be better than what, uh, what many people think. And I'm not much of a homer, but I do, I do think this team is going to be well advanced from where it was a year ago and we'll see if i'm right i might be wrong i'm basing that on on uh, you know the additions they made and i think the uh, the improvement that will come in their star players and uh but i can't tell much from these these preseason games jake i i just don't i can't draw strong conclusions off what i'm saying yeah, they should. Well, they should be at very least incrementally better because they basically rolled back the same team, but added Derek Favors back, which which, of course, is going to make you better. The question is just how much. And I, I'm not going to defend the national guys because I'm with you. I don't uh, I don't agree with their positioning uh, where they have the jazz in the West. But I wonder how much that has to do with the hype surrounding other teams. You know, everybody loves talking about Dallas right now. So all of a sudden they're going to get the, the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that Phoenix team we watched last night is a playoff team. Not yet. They're going to have to prove that to me. But yet there are some prognosticators out there that have Phoenix uh, in front of Utah, which I'm not buying into. Yeah. The, 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 sorry. One, one last yeah. thing, Gordon. The, the only team that I'm saying is 100% for sure better than the Jazz right now is the Lakers. Now, maybe you say, okay, the Clippers are probably going to be better and I'll buy into that. But 100% on paper right now today, the only team that's better than the Jazz 100% is the Lakers. There's an argument to be made with everybody else. So I think the national guys are are buying into other teams whereas the jazz are kind of the same so it's easy to bump them down yeah okay Uh, yeah i i agree with everything you just said jake and but i as i said i think the jazz will be improved and i think you know the west is tough i get that and so when you talk about number of victories versus numbers of losses and things like that it's 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 tough and it's uneven in the nba as it has been for a long time west versus east but uh, I, you know, I mean, I, 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 I believe what I'm, I believe what I believe. I don't necessarily believe what I've seen so far in the uh, preseason. The Jazz did not shoot the ball particularly well last night, uh, but neither did the Suns. And the fact that the Suns couldn't struggle to hit three-point shots, are you going to give the Jazz defense credit for that, or do you think the Suns were just missing shots? Um, you know. Probably a little column A, a little column B. Uh, I thought the Jazz played fine defensively. I I think guys like me, Aoni, did a nice job. And, you know, Rudy's Rudy. Derek Favors played well. I I thought they played fine defensively. But but Phoenix, I still think, is flawed. We'll see what Chris Paul does uh, to this roster. But unless Chris Paul can make DeAndre Ayton tougher, I mean, that's going to be a real issue. 
Uh, I came away from both these games uh, very unimpressed with with him, and maybe he makes the next step, and I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt, but uh, I thought Rudy and Derek, for that matter, had their way with, uh, with DeAndre, so... I don't know. We'll yeah. see what goes on with the Suns. Devin Booker was really efficient and scored 27 points. So, you know, they probably the on-ball defense of the other team's best player still is an issue. Tough to tough to stop the the best player, best offensive player on a team like that. I mean, they still held the Suns to 92 points, and I, I'll make this prediction: if the Jazz hold opponents to 92 points, they're going to win a whole lot of games. That's good enough defensively on almost every occasion. Uh-oh, Austin just tweeted out the pronunciation guide for Mie Oni, uh, uh-huh. meaning that one of us probably screwed it up. Did I mess it up, Austin? No, no you, you did it perfectly. Okay. So I did it wrong? Yes, you did it imperfectly. What did, what did I say? You said Mie Oni instead of Mie Oni. But, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're really your, not your. Yeah. Me, okay, Mie Mie Oni? Yes, 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 yes. Mie Oni. Correct. Mie Oni. Mie Oni. Okay. A certain radio play-by-play guy has said it like 19 different ways (laughs) last night alone, so... It's, Jake, it's grating easy. on my ears. I'm it'll sorry. It'll be easy for you to remember because you say me, yay, as in yay me, and then Oni. Well, I know you guys just enjoy busting my chops as much as possible about how I mess up names. So I just want to make sure I got it right because I practiced that one. You're doing it great. Don't because but, but uh, you if you think about it, you might mess it up. So stop thinking about it. Well, I, I'm a little Gordon sensitive to it because I, I remember draft night when they drafted him out of the blue and I was hosting the show and I looked down and like, oh, hey, the Jazz just made a pick. It's and so I, I thought, wow, I really need to, to practice that one. Maya so I just want to make, make sure I'm, I'm getting it right because I've gotten it very wrong before. I think it's important for individuals to have their names pronounced correctly. Yeah, you Munson. Know, like, like, yeah, like Munson. <laughs> yeah, you say it right. You know? Corton. Um, like, I mean, do you, do you uh, have a problem with people mispronouncing your name? Your name's pretty simple. But, Me? Uh, no. Yeah. No, no, one's, no, no one Jake's has screwed. ever said his name wrong. Yeah. Never. Including him. Oh, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Moving on. All right, we'll have uh, some college football conversation (laughs) coming up next. That's one of Uh, the classic moments here on. uh, No, it's not. It never happened. Uh, It it never happened. Joining us now here, Larry H. Miller, (laughs) Ford Lincoln in Draper. Uh, the, The address for you, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. He's Mike jumping on with us on the big show. What's going on, Mike? Just living the dream, baby. He's doing the big show with you. Hey, thanks for jumping on with us. Thanks for having us out here. We, the, you're, I, I, I say this all the time. Your dealership is beautiful. It's open and light and just awesome. It's a, it's a great place to be. It is. It's a state-of-the-art institution. Um, we're the number one dealer, Ford dealer, on the Wasatch Front. Uh, we're called the Ford King for obvious reasons, but being on the big show is a super honor to have you here. Okay. You I, know, need you I, to- I need to interrupt here for a second, Mike. Uh, Jake, I've been trying to get him to be a car guy for a long time and he's been resistant because i am a car guy and he walked into your store and he can't take his eyes off that uh that shelby cobra you got there and so i'm think i think we're we're, we're bending him we're getting him to the point where he 
He may buy one. All right, so my give give Gordon because I did a bad job describing this car to him. Give, give Gordon the specs on that bad boy, a car guy. Tell him about that beauty that I'm looking at right now. Guys, if you've seen that movie Ferrari versus Ford, this is this comes from the Shelby lineage. It's uh, I don't have all the specs in front of me, but it's it's you've got to come see it if you have any inclination to being a car guy if you like fast cars if you want to be seen driving the sports car this ford shelby come on in it's the mustang it's it's got all the top upgrades it's top of the line what i want to know is if i drove it out of my my driveway uh (laughs) would i rattle my neighbor's walls that's really what i'm looking to do you don't have to drive it out in your driveway you start it up inside your garage (laughs) with it shut it'll rattle the neighborhood i want them to complain about stuff falling off the shelf (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love Uh, it and then you then you got all those great trucks down there too mike Yes, please. We've got uh, 21 uh, F-150s and Bronco Sports in stock. Uh, we've got a, a, a bunch of 20s left. Uh, we've got some Escapes, Expeditions, Edges, Fusion, uh, up to 2250 trade-in assistance. There's rebates. There's 0%. I don't know why. If you want a car, you have the means, and, and I do understand we're going through some times, but if you have the means to come in, even if you're just gathering information, come down. Look at these cars. We have some deals going on for you. All right, 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. And Mike is going to be hanging out with us throughout the show. So, Mike, we appreciate you. I'll get you some specs for the next round All right. on the Shelby. All right, brother. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you. All right, that's our friend Mike uh, from uh, Larry H. Miller, Ford Draper. Uh, come on out and see us. Ford Lincoln Draper, I should say. I could see you in a Lincoln Town Car, Gordon. You can be a town car I'll, kind I'll tell of guy. you right now, all our listeners, those of you, like Mike said it, if you've got the means... Go buy your loved one a new car because there's nothing that feels better than giving your loved one a new car for Christmas. It feels <laughs> so good. Plus, you Jake, get to you say, would, look would, under the tree, it's Jake, a new car. Jake's never done that before, and I think you should. Uh, you know, Jeez, Jake. You Jake. know why I've never done that before, Gordon? Why? Because if, I, if, 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 you don't my wife, wife. if my wife were to, <laughs> to walk out the door on Christmas morning and see that I have bought her a car without her permission, I would be divorced before I could get inside. I mean, it, it wouldn't even like I wouldn't even think of doing that because she would be so mad that uh, it, it would be relationship rupturing. So that, well, okay. that is so those of you those of you who have good relationships at home, buy your wife a car. How is that being a bad relationship that she expects me to to talk of a, a purchase of that magnitude with her, her partner in life? I've got a friend who bought his wife a new car once, and it went exactly like that. He was so proud, and his wife darn near ran him out of the house. Yeah. But I've had very good experiences with this, and I suggest you get on down there to the Ford store to get yourself or get your wife a beautiful new car. I, I think it's a nice gesture. Just make sure that, you know, your finances are properly aligned. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, like being I mean, able what to you're flush saying... like fifty grand down the toilet on a car she doesn't want. <laughs> well, I know, but look around yourself down there. All you see is cars that people want. More next. Stay tuned. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. Well, if you ever plan to motor west. 
Jack, take my way. It's the highway. That's the best. You're locked on to the big show presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. It's a Total Request Tuesday. Uh, today's theme is Americana. What uh, songs uh, remind you of Americana? Uh, you know, we're looking at uh, a classic American muscle car right in front of us here at Larry H. Miller Ford, Lincoln in Draper. And, uh, of course, Ford screams Americana, so let us know. Who is this your selection, Austin? It is Chuck Berry. Get your kicks, Route 66. I like it. That's Route that's 66. Good. You ever been on Route 66, Jake? Uh, you know, I I might have when I was a kid, but I'm not sure. I have a sign in my office. It says Route 66 on it. <laughs> and I didn't steal it <laughs> off of the road. It would be cooler if you did. I know. That'd be a story <laughs> worth telling. I think, I think my my daughter bought it for me at the Mall of America. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, does that it. count? No. Probably not. No, that but I, I like I've always been fascinated with old fashioned roads in America and uh yeah, uh, Route sixty six. Let's see the Route uh, sixty six that was that Chicago to LA, is that what they said the song there? Yeah, that's yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> goes, goes through Arizona someplace. Huh? Every once in a while, I'll take a take a side route and uh, go, you know, go down a lonely highway. A lonely highway. Make sure it's lonely. Well, some other more. Well, what if uh, what if that lonely highway isn't going where you need to go? <laughs> then don't take it. <laughs> go a different way. But everyone, not- everyone these days seems like they want to get on the freeway and just hurry up and get where they're going. And sometimes it's worthwhile to meander a bit. And Dear, that's where what you are, would do on route, route 66. You meander a little bit on these little two-lane highways in the backcountry. Dear, where are you? Lincoln, Nebraska. Why on earth are you there? I don't know. Gordon told me to get on some highway. <laughs> uh, have you not seen the movie Cars? You know, when, when the, the little town, you know, that is the, a big the, part. The cartoon? Yeah. yeah, Radiator Springs is the word you're looking for. Yeah. It's so right there. Even, you know, even though they then, ripped off Doc Hollywood. But, yeah. And then they, 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 they build the big superhighway, the freeway, and so nobody goes through the town anymore. And that's uh, sad. sad. Okay. What's, what's a, and, and also what's a, fictional. What's the what's woman's name in that? Uh, Bonnie Hunt. Yeah, what's, uh, what's her character? Uh, she plays a Porsche. <laughs> Porsche, it's pronounced uh, Porsche. Yeah. Uh, see, <laughs> it's see, I, I know that it's a cartoon, uh, but but there, that's a that's a true story. When I was a kid, <laughs> no, it's we, a cartoon. It's not a true story. No, no, no. But the, 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 it's a true story about how many small towns were and businesses were decimated by uh, a sudden loss of uh, customers driving up and down the road. I used to uh, take uh, Route 40 uh, when I was going from where I lived down to Chesapeake Bay. And, you know, there's uh, I-95 that runs through there. It's, it's the I-95. 
It's <laughs> and people people take that a lot. But I used to like going down Route 40 and the 40, and uh, there were an awful lot of businesses that were crumbling next to the roadway because people weren't around anymore so much. Uh, Gordon, the the big NBA news today: uh, Giannis mm, Antetokounmpo mm. uh, signs a five-year. $228.2 million super max extension uh, with the Bucks, and uh, could be worth uh, gar- actually guaranteed $256 million, which mm. is uh, which is pretty amazing as he decides to uh, stay there in Milwaukee, which um, I, you know, was a, a big topic around the NBA for uh, pretty much all of last year, Gordon, and he decides to stay, and Milwaukee made a lot of you know, roster adjustments to convince him that they're in it to win it na- uh, now, and uh, he's going to get his big payday. Yeah, and there was speculation just earlier this week that it might not happen, you know. So uh, people were really concerned, at least the people of uh, Wisconsin concerned, that he might go somewhere else. And uh, I, I, I kind of like it. I like the fact that he's going to stay there and build something there and in a town that, is not a major metropolis. Well, uh, yeah, I, I told you this, Gordon, that uh, when it comes to small market NBA franchises, they need to root for their players to be greedy. You know, you that's that's the the uh, weapon in the arsenal in the NBA collective bargaining agreement for small market teams to keep their players, uh, their star players, that they can pay them more than anybody else. And so I'm glad in this case, uh, I agree with you to- uh, totally that Giannis uh, chose to be greedy. Take that cash. Uh, you know, you, you've earned it. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, build uh, what you're building right uh, where you are. It doesn't You don't have to go to the Lakers to win. You know, I like that. And he, I'm with you. And, and he may be one of the few guys that's actually worth the Supermax. Uh, you know what? I'd agree with that if he gets better at shooting. You think he'll get better shooting the ball? He's tried. Mm-hmm. He's not quite there. If he will be maybe, oh, he'll go down as one of the greats if he learns to shoot the basketball. And I don't know whether that'll happen or not. Uh, he sure is good the way he is, but that's a lot of money. Two hundred and fifty-six million. Whew. Wow. But if you're if you're Milwaukee, money. you got to do it, right? I mean, yeah, if you're Milwaukee, yeah. you have to. I mean, they, 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 I'm sure, didn't even think twice about it. And they say, you know, they'll say, all right, we'll deal with the rest of the roster going forward. But we can't let this guy get away. Yeah, and I, I can see why. Uh, it reminds me of when, back, this seems almost like peanuts now, but remember when Minnesota was trying to keep Kevin Garnett uh, in, in Minnesota and uh, they, they paid him $120 million and everybody thought it was the most outrageous thing they'd ever heard of. Uh, now a uh, player getting double that. Hmm. Well, is is that the uh, is that the contract that Kevin McHale gave Kevin Garnett illegally that cost him like? <laughs> or, no, no, no. That you know what? That wasn't Kevin Garnett. That was Joe Smith. I, I stand. That was Joe Smith. They gave that contract to and lost a bunch <laughs> of draft draft picks. Kevin Garnett was the one who signed the last contract before the NBA lockout in the late nineties. So I think that one that you're talking about is that last contract before the lockout when you could really make, you know, the big cash where the salary cap wasn't quite as punitive. It actually hurt Minnesota going forward, but that's what it was.
I can't even comprehend how much $250, $256 million is for a five-year deal. A quarter of a billion I, dollars? I mean, yeah. For, I mean, for five amazing. years? I, I mean... <laughs> Well, I mean, you think maybe we get numb to it a little bit because we hear these numbers so much, but that is just remarkable amount of money. Remarkable. And I don't know how fans feel about that. They want, obviously, they want the uh, the Greek freak to stay uh, for, on their team, but man, when well, you think it- about it. How much, How much money that is? Even I, I mean, I can't, I can't wrap my mind for five years. What's he going to make per game? Like five hundred grand? Well, think about it this way, Gordon. How much money does Giannis uh, generate? I mean, yeah. if you if you think about it, there there are certain players out there that that are just worth every penny you can give to them. And, and we could argue about whether Giannis is one of those guys, but you can make an argument in the pot. I mean, they sell out that building every night in Milwaukee because of him. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, what, how much better are TV ratings when Giannis is involved because he's just that kind of player. Internationally, you know, what does he do for you in the European market as, uh, you know, the foreign influence on the NBA continues to grow? I mean, you could you could make all sorts of arguments that this guy's worth double that in, in what he's bringing back to his franchise in the league. Uh, is he? I don't know. I haven't broken down the numbers. Uh, five, you think he's worth $500 million? Well, I don't know. I, we, I, we're talking figurative dollars, right? Because, mm. you know, there's no way you or I could calculate exactly what his worth is in European attention to the NBA. But it's mm. got to be one heck of a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I get it. These guys are the best in the world at what they do. But that is a whole lot of money. And he's the franchise guy. And, mm. and so, you know, he's... I hope the, he's uh, good enough to win championships with the way this puts the uh, the crimp on the franchise as a whole. He, we'll see. Probably not, but still worth it for Milwaukee to do it. And and you know but what, Dad? But isn't, that, isn't that a real argument for a player to consider? Because he wants to win. I'm, I know he wants to win. And you and I have talked about this before, that players sometimes want the money first and then they chase the championship. But Giannis has been around the league long enough now to know what it feels like when the disappointment that comes with losing. And if you're taking all the money or if you're taking such a large percentage of it that you can't get the players necessary for you to win a championship, I wonder at what point a player changes his mind and says, you know, money is really great and I, I like it a lot, but I want to win too. And oh, man, you when you're making a, a quarter billion dollars. I'm, you're that's, winning. <laughs> well, yeah, that's more of a priority than winning a championship, I would guess, at this point in his career. Like, it, it's really easy for, say, Carl Malone to go ring shopping after he's, you know, made. What was Carl's last uh, contract with the Jazz, right? I mean, it was 20-some million dollars. So, you know, when you're more secure in your career and your finances, it's easier to make those, oh, I'm going to go, you know, do it for winning. But in this case, you know, oh, let's say I go out in the second round of the playoffs. I'm going to be really disappointed and falling mm-hmm. short of my goals and all this stuff. But you know what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to I'm going to uh, dive through my money like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, but these guys are making a ton of money off of shoe deals, and they have money coming in from a other sources. A quarter billion dollars. A quarter billion dollars. So what's $50 million less? $50 million, man. 
<laughs> See, listen. It's so easy for you to, to, to uh, sacrifice other people's money. It's so easy for you to just go, what are you, what are you, you're making a ton anyway. No. He what is that, what up, is that he to has, you? He has to make up his own mind about what's most important to him. But at some point, if I have signed a shoe contract that's paying me darn near as much as my basketball contract is, then, I mean, at what point do you go, this isn't that fun, and I can't carry this burden myself. I need some help. Okay. Well, I think he'll be all right. Well, I'm not saying he won't be all right. I, I'm, I just wonder if there, if it's just hundred acre wood talk, to to think that there are players out there. We've seen players who have given up cash to try and help their team win. Yep, we've seen we've seen that. Okay, but I'm, I mean, I'm happy. Jake, I'm happy for Giannis, okay, and I don't blame okay, him for maxing but, 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 out his. Okay. Uh, so he's going to make two hundred fifty-six million over four five years. Uh, and how old is he now? Was he twenty mid twenties, something like that? Twenty eight, twenty nine. So, uh, at what point does he say enough of this? I, I mean, on his next deal, he's only twenty six, by the way. Is he going to go for the maximum amount again, or is he is he willing to say? I, I got more money than King Farouk here. I, I, there's, uh, let me win it. Let me hoist the trophy. By the way, speaking of hoisting, did you see the kicker that was hoisted over the weekend? Uh, yes, no, I don't believe it. He, he was hoisted. No, was he hoisted or tossed? He was hoisted. Nope, he was onto the shoulders hoisted. of his teammates. He, he was hoisted. Okay. I, don't I can't believe that. you didn't see that because I, I saw it in the highlights and I said, I hope Jake is paying attention because here a kicker is hoisted. Our listeners will back me on this. I'm sure they saw it too. Who did he play for? I don't know. I didn't even pay much attention. You didn't even. So okay, so now it up. definitely didn't happen. Yeah. It did happen. Okay. I swear to you. What game? I don't know. I don't know. It was oh, some yeah. game. It was, it, there was a football team there. I don't know. All right. I'm going to I'm going to issue a call to our listeners. You watched the highlights over the weekend. Did you see the kicker get hoisted? If you saw the kicker hoisted, please, I'm begging you, uh, tweet at us. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Don't forget that Tanner Mangum joins us at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. It is the big I'm show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I'm begging. Trailers for sale are in rooms to let 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. Ain't got no cigarettes. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Man, I love this song. It's the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you to join us from the warehouse. Coming up on Friday from 2 to 6, 1825 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Gordon, I, let me tell you a funny story that happened to me re- recently about this song. And this is something I probably shouldn't admit, but I will because it's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
My daughter is into being sung songs at bedtime. She's three. She wants to be sung a song. Now, I am no singer, but I also uh, don't say no to my daughter very often. So I've gotten into the habit with her of singing songs. And uh, her new thing recently has been uh, to, she says, Dad, sing me something I haven't heard before. And so I'm going through the arsenal of songs that I know the words to, and that just happens to be one of them. But I didn't think, you know, entirely. And when I got to the cigarettes part where I'm singing about cigarettes, I was like, is this the right <laughs> message that I want, want to be sending my daughter? And smoking old stogies off the ground? I was like, I don't know. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should not sing this one again. Maybe she doesn't know what, they, what that means. You know, the other one, nice. the other one I did was uh, that I caught myself, and I told Austin about this the other day, was Snoopy versus the Red Baron. Which, mm-hmm. if you go, if you think about it, is a very violent song. <laughs> so I was like, well, 80 men tried and 80 men died. Wow, is this the, <laughs> what I really want to be? Well, Good night, it's dear. combat, you know? I mean, it's <laughs> dogfighting. Good night, sweetheart, sweet dreams. <laughs> so I got to think about that before I, before I select those songs. I got to think about the words. Don't they say that what, uh, what a kid... Uh, sort of uh, consumes right before they go to bed, repeats itself in their minds all night long. Yeah, right. And uh, 80 men dying. I don't know if I want to be saying They're buried <laughs> together on the countryside. Not the message I want to send her to bed with. Might want to try something along the lines of a little oh, pony boy. Yeah, I don't want any of that. I gotta, I gotta get a, a, a an upbeat arsenal. The problem Nobody is, I Nobody knows the trouble <laughs> I've seen. Like, like it, once I get through all my arsenal of TV theme songs, though, and then she's like, "I want to hear something new." I'm like, "Uh, uh, uh Snoopy vs. the Red Baron. That's a good song." <laughs> eighty men tried and eighty men died. Oh man, what am I doing here? Oh, let's let's go with King of the Road. Uh, <laughs> I ain't got no cigarettes. Oh, that's not it either. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you might want to go to a selection catalog of, of children's music. Yeah, yeah, I should. But I don't know the words to those children's songs. Maybe I better well, do some, time some, some research. Yeah, some, some crap. It won't research. matter because she'll be a teenager before you know it, and then she'll be wanting to sing all the, uh, you know, the latest hip artist song that uh, you're not going to like. Wow. Oh, let me think what what's next, Sadie. Maybe I'll do Mama Told Me Not to Come by Three Dog Night. <laughs> and everyone knows every teenager out there wants their dad to sing. Yeah, I can't. You know yeah. what? It, it is very endearing, uh, the, the whole sing thing with my daughter. But, you know, the, the sooner she realizes how bad it is, probably the better for her. I want you to, Jake, uh, really, and Jake and you, Austin, and all of our listeners who have young children, I want you to either sing to them or dance with them and remember what you're doing. Because when they're three, four, five years old, and they want you to dance with them, then you can reflect back on that when they're 20 years old and they're dancing with someone else. All right, Tanner Mangum is going to join us coming up right around the corner, so stay tuned for that. Uh, We're here, Larry H. Miller, Ford Lincoln in Draper. Uh, Please come on out and see us. We'd love to see you. 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway is just west of I-15 off the 114th South exit. It's super easy to get to. Uh, Our friend Mike is jumping on with us uh, once again. What's going on, Mike? Not a whole lot. Thank you for having us back. We're the uh, king of the Fords. Uh, we're the largest dealer, volume dealer on the Wasatch Front. Uh, we've got 2021s, we've got 20s, 
got zero uh, percent. We've got uh, rebates. We've got trade-in assistance. You name it. And if uh, you come in tonight, and it's tonight only, uh, any new vehicle that you buy, 20 or 20 or 21, is an additional $500 off. Just mentioned hey, the hey. big show, baby. All right. 500 bones. That's on top of everything else. Sweet. Hey, uh, top volume in the state. That's a, that's a pretty nice title to have. It, it is one of the nicest stores, uh, the greatest inventory. The, the people have been here forever. Larry H. Miller does it right. We want to make sure the customer is taken care of. Man, uh, the Bronco, you can come see it. Uh, you guys have the... Oh my gosh, Because that's yes. the big thing, right? Yeah, so there's such short supply that we have a dedicated one, uh, Bronco Sport, for test driving. So please come on in. Uh, get on the list. We've got them incoming. We've got uh, 2021 F-150s incoming, uh, XLTs, Platinums. Uh, it's 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 rolling. It's happening, and it, and it's happening now. We do have some twenties left. Uh, got quite a few uh, twenty escapes, expedition. I got some edges, uh, fusion. Uh, there's trade assistance on these vehicles up to twenty two fifty. Again, zero percent uh, rebate. Big show, man. Sweet. Another 500 bones off. That's pretty Five, good. But it's tonight, and they got to mention right. the big show. Perfect. All right. 11442 South Lone Peak Parkway. Mention the big show. Get an additional $500 off those already just terrific deals and get taken care of. Mike, thank you very much. Thank you. All right. We'll have more big show coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.